You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Welcome to the Horizons Church Podcast. It's the New Year's Eve edition. Man, I should not be singing, but here I am singing my introduction. Uh, As always, I'm Pastor Josiah, and today we are joined by Pastor Steve once again on the podcast. Thanks for being back with us, Steve. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. So if you were at Horizons Church recently, you're aware that we just came out of an Advent series where we we were kind of in the book of Luke. We worked through the Advent material that was present in the first couple chapters there, the book of Luke. Yep. But we're not done with Luke. Right. It's just kicked it off. Yeah. I was going to say, we just got started. What? We're going to be investigating the book of Luke in our some of our sermon series throughout the course of 2018, right? Right. 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 Over the last couple of years, we've been trying to take a whole book, and we've done it with smaller books before mm-hmm. that are easier to get through in, in a one-time series. Yeah. But over the last um, couple of years, we've been tackling larger books, mm-hmm. and we did John. We did that right. in about four series. Did the book of First Corinthians in about three, I mm-hmm. think, series. And now we're we're going to tackle Luke, and of course we don't do it sixty eight messages in a row. <laughs> we're um, not we're not doing it two years in a row like Marksville <laughs> Church there. Yeah, so we'll do it pieces at a time. We'll do a piece of it, then break off, come mm-hmm. back, do another series, then come back to Luke, then do another series and come back. So It'll take us a while to work through the book of Luke. Yeah, so we're not getting through the whole book this year then, probably. No, we'd be doing well to get through, including Christmas. We'd be doing well to get through half the book this year. Half the book. You see, guys, Bible study, it's no joke. It's serious stuff. It's serious work. You want to do justice to it and walk your way through a book like that, you know? You know, one of my favorite commentators, he used to study study with his boots on, Alexander McLaren, when he studied, he studied in work boots because he said Bible study is hard work. <laughs> he wanted to remind himself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we don't just do work one day a week, buddies. I don't know anyone in our audience yeah. that thinks that. But uh, no, so it will take us a while. We will not get through the whole book this year doing the series the way that we do. But for those who want to maximize their time with yeah. us yeah. in the book of Luke, you know, if you happen to be a Horizon Church attender, most of our listeners are, and you happen to be at Lost Creek or one of our campuses, and you think, man, I'd really like to dig more deeply into Luke and kind of maximize my time in this book alongside the church. That's a very good aspiration and a very good desire. Yeah, I I think when you start studying the life of Jesus in any one of the four Gospels, we're in Luke, but when you start studying it, it just triggers something inside of you that says, gosh, I'd just like to know more about this. I'd like to do my own personal study. I'd like Mm -hmm. to read the book. I'd like to to unpack some of this, and I'd like to see how it fits into the bigger picture of the life of Christ. And I think there are a lot of tools that can help you do that. Yeah, and they're not all that daunting, really. I think there's this maybe this misconception that, you know, some of these things, it's like, well, that's only for, you know, that's only for you, yeah, Steve. You know, it's yeah. going to have Latin and Greek, and, you know, <laughs> good golly, and this guy's quoting German, and he's not going to translate it, and what am I supposed to do with that? But yeah. that's, that's that's not actually yeah, how it all works. Uh, there's a lots of tools that are very user-friendly. You don't have to be fluent in four ancient languages to use <laughs> them. You know, you just have to know how to read and to track with them and follow their thinking. But but yeah, there's just some really cool tools, and they're very easy to pick up and use. Mm-hmm. And you have to make a little investment to get them, mm-hmm. but they pay big dividends if you want to study. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So let's say someone, you know, in our church wants to, they're wanting to do this. They're like, you know, we're preaching in Luke. They're like, man, I really, I want to get into this. I want to dig deep and do my own study. What, in addition to the fact that it would be a good idea for them to just read through the whole yeah, gospel sure. of Luke. Just read the book. Yeah, read um, the book. Yeah, a couple different translations. Read it in the NIV. Read it in ESV. Read mm-hmm. it in NASV. The New American Standard. Mm-hmm. Read it in two or three different translations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have that. But you mentioned there are other tools that will help you understand. Because there are some things uh, to quote old Saint Peter. There are some things in Scripture that are hard to understand. You yeah, know what I mean? that, yeah. They're not they're not all easy. And there are some things like that in Luke. I mean, I was yeah, a while eye, ago. If your eye offends, you pluck it out. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say reading that. You're thinking, <laughs> like, is that literally? Like, what do I what do I do with that? Jesus, come on, man. So, what are some tools? Like, let's take like the realm of commentaries. Right? Okay, sure. What is a commentary that might be helpful to someone who's wanting to take a deeper look? at the book of Luke. Okay. If you've never heard of a commentary, it's just someone making comments. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> on, on the Bible, passage by passage and often phrase by phrase, untying knots and helping you see the argument of the book or helping you understand a, a knot, untie a knot in a passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when folks ask me, hey, is there, I don't want to spend a, a lot of money. I would just like a tool to right. help me Read alongside them. I'm reading the Bible. I'd like something to come alongside and help make comment on it so I can understand it better. Mm-hmm. When I'm asked, hey, is there one volume that I can get a hold of? I usually recommend that folks use the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Mm-hmm. It's a two-volume set. One volume is on the Old Testament, mm-hmm. one on the New. You can buy them separately. There you go. See? So if you just want to dip your feet in, get that New Testament edition. Yeah. So if you buy, uh, you want to buy a New Testament piece, uh, the, the whole set together is like... 68 to 72 bucks, something like that. And the bigger volume is the Old Testament. It's normally running 38 by itself, 33 to 38. So you can see the balance of that. You're going you're gonna to drop $25, $30 in, a, in one of those kind of books. But you also, if you look on Amazon, there's always the used version. Oh, yes. You click on that and you can get some remarkably inexpensive tools that they're gently used. Yes, gently used <laughs> and maybe a few handy notes in the margins yeah, even. Yeah, they might have, might have interacted with what he said. And, yes. But yeah. Yeah, and of course, I always found it helpful to remind myself that a, uh, a commentary is not the infallible Word of God. And they're helpful, but... Yeah, you know. one of my pastors I grew up under said, he was from... Mullins, West Virginia, he'd say, Steve, you need to remember that commentators are just common taters. <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't a bit of West Virginia folk wisdom, I've never heard any. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're, they're usually, uh, these guys have spent their life mm-hmm. researching yeah. and studying, and they're giving you their best efforts. Right. They're standing on the shoulders of other people that they've read and mm-hmm. they've studied, so you're not just getting... Right. One man's input, you're getting his distillation of, of other people's thoughts. Right. So it's not the Word of God. It's somebody trying to explain the Word of God and giving you a best effort to help you unpack some things that may be hard to understand. Yeah, and uh, the scholarly folks like the guy who wrote the Bible Knowledge Commentary, that's Walford, right? Um, he was the—he's the coordinator. Yeah. And so each book of the Bible is assigned to somebody who specializes in that field. And then Walford was the editor who pulled them all together and kept them all kind of herded the cats. Yeah. So their comments and their interpretations are definitely more trustworthy than, you know, your random friend on Facebook who's yeah. ranting about some sort of, you know. <laughs> yeah. So when you, when you open up, a, you go to the book of Luke, it'll have a section that'll tell you the background on the book of Luke, kind of the thrust of the book of Luke. 
who wrote it, who Luke was, what the date was. That's all introductory stuff. And then you get into the book itself, and it'll give a section that'll be in bold that'll be quoting a piece of the Bible, a piece of Luke, and then it'll give an explanation. It'll give comments on that particular highlighted piece of the passage, and it'll go to the next and highlight another piece, put it in bold, talk about that, and it'll work its way through. So it's just very well laid out, very yep. easy to use, mm-hmm. and very usable language. It's it's not using archaic language. Yeah, yeah. So in addition to interpreting just the text that's in the book of Luke and trying to figure out what that means and how that all fits together, I also think it's probably fair to say a lot of folks are interested in how all four Gospels kind yeah. of fit together chronologically because if you read all four of them back to back, you'd realize these aren't in the same order. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. And Mark, you know, Mark isn't even including the birth narrative or anything. He just skips straight to the, you know, right. the ministry stuff. So what kind of guidance would you offer to someone who was trying to sort through something like that? Well, I think the life of Christ is just so... I mean, when you're looking at it, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, which is the pieces of the life of Christ that we know of, John said there were things that he didn't include. Right. He yeah. said, uh, said, Not enough room in the world for all the books that could be yeah. written, right? <laughs> yeah, he said everything. If you put everything he said and did in, you'd just you'd fill up huge volumes. And so he said he had to be selective on, on what he wrote. And all the, all the gospel writers had a focus. They were trying to, under the direction of the Spirit, trying to speak directly to a group of folks and to make the words and works of Jesus clear to them Mm -hmm. and understand them. But for us as Westerners, we like things in chronological order. And we like, how did this all play out? And so when you're looking at Matthew, Mark, and Luke, a lot of those books talk about the same events, but they look at them from a little different angle. And then the book of John adds a lot of new information that isn't in Matthew, Mark, and Luke that the other guys didn't cover Upper Room Discourse, for mm-hmm. example, four chapters yeah. of John. But anyway, if you're trying to put all the pieces together and say, how do these sequence, how does what Mark said sequence with what Luke and Matthew and John said, and how does it all fit together? There's some very helpful tools. One of the easy ones to use is called Harmony of the Gospel. Mm-hmm. There's two that are most well-known. Thomas Gundry yep. is the more recent one. Mm-hmm. You could pick up one of his... 20 bucks, you can get a hard copy. Mm-hmm. You could probably find a used one for half that price. But it's going to take what Matthew, Mark, Luke, John said. If one of them didn't cover that passage mm-hmm. in that sequence, yeah. it doesn't appear. But it's going to lay it out side by side. You can read all the passages parallel. But it also puts it in sequence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really very, very helpful mm-hmm. to see the flow of the life of Jesus. Yeah. And here's another cool thing. If you're thinking, I don't know if I'm ready to drop money on that tool, and you're trying to figure out if that's something you really would like, benefit from, the version Bible app has a Harmony of the Gospels reading plan. Yes. So if you just go into the reading plans function. 30 days, can't Yeah, you? 30 days. You just go in and search Harmony, and you'll see a plan that says a Harmony of the Gospels in 30 days. Right. And you click that, and it'll do the exact same thing with the readings. It just lays all the gospel sequences out in chronological sequence. Uh, super helpful. Yeah. So Thomas Gundry, we preach out of the NIV, and so there's the NIV Harmony of the Gospels. Mm-hmm. There's the New American Standard Harmony of the Gospels. You get different ones, but you just got to pick the one that you want. The older version was A.T. Robinson, and uh, mm-hmm. I think when you get A.T. Robinson, you don't have a choice. Thank you. <laughs> you're going <laughs> to <you're gonna> get <laughs> King Jimmy. You're going to read it in the The Thousand Dines. <laughs> yes. So, behold, verily, it is A.T. Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we have that. And then I also think 
it's helpful to consider how the life of Christ in general thematically plays out. So you got what the Gospels have to say, and you have commentaries that address specific books and texts, but then you have this whole, you know, whole books have been written just on the life of Christ and right. like how that means and how it affects the way you live and the way you read, you yeah. know, the first 39 books, the remaining The life of Christ is such a linchpin in all of biblical revelation. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, 39 books of the Old Testament. Jesus said, oh, I came to unpack those and to fulfill those mm-hmm. and show you how those are lived out. And yeah. And some of them have been fulfilled and uh, therefore have come to their completion. Yeah. I mean, then, yeah, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, it tells you what Jesus said and did. And then in the New Testament, the other 23 books yeah. are unpacking the significance and the, the, right. the, the teaching of what he said and saying the so what of yeah. what he said. And so these four books that are we call the Gospels, are really pivotal. I mean, all the Old Testament leads to them. Everything in the rest of the New Testament explains the significance of them. Right. It isn't a mistake that Christianity is based on the life of Christ. Christ and his words and teachings and works. So when you're trying to figure that out, it's a daunting thing to do the whole <laughs> life of Christ. You'll see lots of books that deal with pieces of the life of Christ, yeah. uh, themes in the life of Christ. But if you're looking for you know, the whole narrative, the whole, how does that, how does that go together? How does it all fit together and dealing with all the relevant passages, all the passages sequentially and probably the oldest version that most of us would have available to us would be what, Edersheim, right? Mm-hmm. But he's a little hard to use. Yes. Uh, so a more, a more current and easily used tool is called the Words and Works of Jesus Christ. And uh, that's written by J. Dwight Pentecost. Gosh, just a tremendous, tremendous tool that if you're trying to figure out a passage, you can go to the back and see if your verse you're looking for is in the index. Mm-hmm. It'll take you to the page where you're, you're trying to deal with a knot. Nine out of ten times he's dealt with it. Yeah, you know, pretty thorough, pretty thorough work there. So all of those tools are pretty good starting points for helping our folks, especially as we're going to be walking through Luke and more. You know, uh, I'm sure that if you end up utilizing these tools and digging deeper into Luke, you're going to have a deeper understanding and richer application, not just of Luke, but the whole life of oh, Christ, yeah. the Gospels, the whole yeah. Scripture. Yeah. I mean, uh, the whole goal of Jesus' words, he says, he gets to the end of, of his life, he's leaving, and he says, hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take the things I've said and the things I've taught you, and I want you to teach people to do them. Yep. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> not just teach, yeah. not just teach them the stuff. I mean, it's great. I, I think it's academically and curiosity-wise. There's lots of lots of fulfillment in that. But the real goal of Jesus was not for us to be able to regurgitate his teaching. It was right. to be able to take the teaching and do it. Yeah. To leverage his teaching and change our life, reshape our families, impact our workplace, mm-hmm. infuse a life that is guided by the words and works of Jesus Christ, infuse that into our communities, into our broader families, all those things into our ministries. It is the seminal teachings of Jesus that become transformative. And the better you understand them, the better you get your arms around them, the easier it is to then live them, I think. Yes. If it's a fog in your mind about what he's saying, it's hard to live it. Yes, it is. When he's clear, it's a bit disconcerting. It's like, yes. oh no, I understand it now. <laughs> yes. And, uh, what the guy that said, the parts of the Bible that bother me are not the parts I don't understand. It's the parts I, I do. do. Yeah. You know? And because uh, when you understand them, then you got to do something with them. Yeah. You know? 
Yep, that's true. And, of course, you want to make sure you're doing the right things with them and yeah. uh, not being like uh, the Church Father Origen, who at one point took a castration passage a little too literally. Oh, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I think the, uh, the world is looking—I don't think the world ever gets upset with somebody who imitates Jesus and lives out his principles. What they get upset with is when we tell people what his principles are and teachings are and, his, and then don't do them. Yeah. That's what really bothers people. I think a number of years ago, I was in Colorado taking some classes, and I was listening to the radio, and they had this news story came on of us. This guy that, he was in a Bible quoting contest. Mm-hmm. This was to see who could outquote other people, and it got down to <laughs> two guys, and it was, he had to quote accurately, of course. Yes. And he stumbled, and the other guy beat him. He quoted more yep. passages accurately than he did. He was so upset that he lost that he killed the guy. Jeez. <laughs> he hunted him, him down and killed him. I'm like, how how do you memorize huge passages of the Bible and then do that? Yeah, you know, you have missed it. <laughs> yeah, Jesus didn't say teach them everything I command you. He said teach them to do yes everything I command you. And therein is the moral thrust and the great privilege we have of following yes. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So we hope these tools uh, will be helpful to you, and we hope you'll consider using them as we dig into the Gospel. Luke together as a yeah. church. It's going to be a great year. Uh, yeah, it is. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to preach it. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be yeah. fun. It's going to be good stuff. stuff. It is. So we will include links to all the resources that we've mentioned in our show notes. So if you're on iTunes, if you're listening on the Horizon Resources website, if you listen to another podcast app, wherever that is, if you want to buy, want to check them out, check the show notes. We'll include links to those. And as always, if you have questions or feedback, Send it to podcast at horizonschurch.net or interact with us on Facebook and social media. More if you see us on a weekend, just, you know, pull us aside and rib us, punch us in the face. We take post-it notes seriously. (laughs) Uh, And as always, I'm Pastor Josiah. Today we were joined by Pastor Steve. And uh, thanks for joining us as always, and we will see you all next time. (laughs) 